0: In those records
1: Here we go Here comes Niagara Here comes that Joe It's bright and so right Radio 99 Niagara calls with music talks with you The latest, the greatest And time and temperature too So here comes Niagara And here we go
0: Hello, this is Joe Niagara. For the next five hours, you'll hear hit records on... Punk till I die. From now to 12 midnight, Niagara calls. I put down a wailing pound of sound. Spin those records. Let's go, Joe. Here goes Niagara for
1: another show. If you're ready...
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die Podcast. We are up to number eighty. I'm one of your hosts, Tom, and somewhere out there is Neil. Say hello, Neil.
3: Hey everybody. Yeah, I think you all know me by now. So this is crazy, dude. We got three guests in a row. Right? Yeah, and
2: I and I know we have uh, somebody joining us later in the week too. So yeah, we're we are yeah. guest heavy. And it's and it's interesting uh different perspectives too. You know, it's all different types of people. So, of course, you can get a hold of us at our normal spots. We are on uh, Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, of course, and Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail. We have gotten a little bit of mail, but we haven't really had a chance to read it. And we will. Our friend Josh, the record collector, has sent us a long email, and we will get to it eventually. So um, so our guest today is Rich Barker, who you might not know know the name, but he runs um, Punk Rock Night in Indianapolis, which is a long-running punk rock Saturday night institution, and he plays bass for a band you may have heard of called Gay Black Republicans, yeah, or is it Republican? Is it plural? or Is it is it not plural? It's Rich? just one.
4: Yeah, just gay one
2: Republican. Gay Black Republican. And the other three of you are just whatever, huh? Straight <laughs> white males.
4: It's a general thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah straight, straight white go. Democrats. Straight yeah, white exactly. Democrats. Yeah, there you go. Well, hey guys, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, thanks yeah, for coming
2: me, on, you bet, man. Thanks for coming on, and joining us. You know, it's it's funny, Rich. I, we were talking before the before the show real briefly that we'd never actually met in the flesh, right. but I know we've been in the same place at least once or twice because I've, I've seen gay black Republican and back in the early days. Uh, well, I don't know a few years ago, I saw you guys and I actually wrote a review of the show. So we've actually had a little bit of interaction and let me, let me refresh your memory because I'm sure you probably forgot about it. Cause it's so, it was so <laughs> unimportant, but I, so I reviewed when you guys did a real brief tour with dead Kennedys and um, TSOL, yes. And I, yeah, how many shows did you guys end up playing on that bill?
4: Uh, we did four, although we played with uh, Dead Kennedys a few years prior here in Indianapolis, and okay. then we played with TSOL last year here in Indianapolis. Yeah. So five total f- shows of both bands, four on that tour.
2: Cool. Did, did, were you guys like doing the back line? Were you guys like the? Were they using your equipment and stuff? And yes. that kind of yeah. a, okay.
4: An honor letting Klaus use my bass rig. That was pretty cool.
2: I've actually told this story before, so I won't I won't bore our audience with it again. But it was we we kept running into um, DL Pellegrino. We actually stayed at the same hotel.
4: Yeah.
2: My buddy and I came down from Grand Rapids, and and uh, at the end of the night, I he signed his uh, biography for me, and he wrote to Tom my stalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: was was this was this the time they played?
2: The I wanted to give him space and leave him alone, but the more I drank, the more I. Didn't? Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. course you didn't. But but was this the
3: time they played Central Illinois somewhere? Where was that? Decatur or oh, something? Where was it?
4: Joliet. What?
2: Joliet. The time we saw it,
4: yeah, Joliet. That was at the the foundry.
2: So if I would have known you at the time, you know, I would have dragged you down there. Joliet's a wonderful, wonderful place. I'm wondering why they
3: wouldn't have played Chicago. That's a strange Joliet's a strange uh, strange venue.
2: They missed what? Indianapolis on that tour too. Huh. Yeah. It was a big venue, but it was like a hard rock venue was like the type of place where you'd normally see, like, Soulfly play or something. Yeah. It wasn't really a punk venue, but it was cool. It was a cool show. But here's 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 my words, Rich. Sure. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refresh your memory. And because I write all this stuff, you know, I've written almost 500 reviews, and you never think that there's anybody's ever going to, like, notice and say, hey, man, they're talking about me or something. Mm-hmm. So... So over the years, I've definitely learned to be more cautious because I'll write something about a local band and then I'll run into them at a show and they'll be like, oh, hey, you revo- reviewed a show we opened for. And I'm going I'm like pulling out my phone, trying to look it up, going, oh, is this guy going to try to kick my ass? <laughs> 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 so uh, here's what I here's what I said about you guys. Next up was Gay Black Republican. I had heard of the band, but didn't realize they were from Indianapolis. They appeared to be supplying the backline for this brief five stop Midwest tour. I was a little surprised to learn that they had six albums under their belt. We stood near the guitar player, and I was fairly fascinated by him. He was a tall, thin, bald guy with a gray beard. He spread his legs like Johnny Ramone when he played and windmilled his skinny arm like Pete Townsend. The bass player wore a bandana over what appeared to be a permed mullet. <laughs> Visual side, <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> their energy set. So, okay, that, that was it, right? I I mean, it was like, that really- review, I responded to it when I saw it. Yeah, I was just being kind of flip. You know, I wasn't really yeah. being a dick. I was just kind of being flip. And who comes on in the comments, Neil? It was Rich. You Yes, yeah. He said, actually, GBR has eight albums out. We only brought six on tour with us. Thanks for reviewing the show, Rich. Bassist with the naturally curly hair and no mullet. <laughs> <laughs> and I have since so, uh,
4: gotten a haircut, my first in like 30 years. It's kind of shaved on one side, long on the other, and uh, the front dyed kind of purplish. So, so yeah, it's you, usually
2: all long, one length, you know. You're still wearing it long, though. Yeah. Good for you, man. You know, when I was younger, I had really long hair, but it started like falling hippie. out on the Hippy. top. hippie. It started falling out on the top, so I looked like a like a college professor or something. So I, I looked too old, so I got it cut. But so so that so, so why don't we, cut in with a, gay black Republican song. I don't know how many you picked. I I didn't. I actually sent them sent them over to Neil the songs over Neil, and I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. So what what song would you like to introduce for, what gay black Republican song would you like to play off the bat? You talking to me or Neil? So Neil's a, you, I'm talking. To you, she doesn't know anything. Neil.
4: Why don't you start off with the one we've got a video for. It's a Working To Be Poor. We actually filmed the video in front of the Melody Inn, which is where Punk Rock Night is every Saturday night. And, it's, had a lot and of you can view Rich's hair. Yeah. Watch it's the video, weird. you can see a lot of my hair. <laughs> okay.
2: Exactly okay. So, so, so this is Working To Be Poor. What, what album is this from?
4: It's from our most recent one, uh, USA LLC.
2: USA LLC, Working yeah, To Be Poor.
3: Okay. Gay Black Republican with Working To Be Poor. Let's go. to be poor by gay black republican yeah. um eight albums
4: for real yeah one's a live album but um eight total we're almost done writing the ninth right now because i was
3: actually looking on discogs where I'd look for all kinds of you know back information and stuff and mm-hmm. all they have of you guys is like two they have like oh and maybe that's a different band maybe this is there another band with the same name because they have There's two a... and they're both cdr uh, cdr releases not not even oh. like vinyl
4: or anything well, no, we don't have any on vinyl, unfortunately. we were looking into it. We might re-release, uh, in fact, the most recent one on vinyl. But as mm-hmm. of now, no vinyl. I think we ended up on a split somewhere or a compilation. But yeah, just all well, CDs.
2: Let's double back. Let's double back to that, Neil. Gotcha. Let's start out with the historic Melody Inn and Punk Rock Night, which is generally on Saturday nights. I know sometimes. It's like, so what's the so? Why don't you give us a little brief history on that, Rich, and, and tell us how you got involved. Sure. Um,
4: yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll dive right in. Um, Melody Inn has been around for about, uh, it was since the 1930s, so coming up on 100 years. Mm. Uh, I first played there with a different band in the late 90s, uh, a band called the Magical Attraction of Booty, kind of a techno <laughs> noise rock band, female-fronted. <laughs> uh, back then, we had to bring our own PA they didn't have a PA there. Uh, hmm. Melody Inn was a piano bar when it first opened. And then uh, it's like a bar and restaurant. And then in the 80s and 90s, it just became kind of a rock and roll dive bar club. Hmm. So Punk Rock Night was founded by Greg Brenner in October of 2000. Celebrating so our 20th just year. Been, just been 20 years. Okay. Yes. And uh, it was, they were originally just wanting to, he talked to the owners and, like, oh, We'll, we'll book a Saturday punk rock night, and they thought it would be oh okay, we'll do that. All right, let's get together next week's show. It's like oh, we thought it was like just one show, <laughs> and then Greg was thinking, well, maybe it'll last a couple months. Twenty years later,
2: still going. Uh, so I got was, involved. Was it was GPR? it just kind of was it kind okay. of like a the. Place just wasn't very busy, so he was like, whatever. Was it kind of like the CBGBs, where it's just like, well, I don't have any customers anyway. Bring, See what you can do? Was it that kind of a situation? Well, it kind of happened on the
4: coattails of a goth night that wasn't doing very well and was ending. It's like, well, we mm. need something. And uh, Greg, who is very tight with his local punk band, DV, Dehydrated Vomit, was kind mm. of looking for a spot for, to get them to play. They played, I believe, the first punk rock night show. It mm. switched around venues a little bit, but it's been at the Melody Inn 20 years.
3: Hmm. And is that, down, is, is that in downtown Indy, or whereabouts is it? Yeah, that? just
4: uh, downtown 38th and Illinois, uh, near the Butler-Tarkington area, they call it. There's uh, you know, Butler University is really close by. Mm-hmm. The Indianapolis Museum of Arts is down the street. Really handy location. Big parking lot across the street.
3: Mm. Yeah, Sounds nice. perfect.
4: Yeah. Well, my first involvement with Punk Rock Night was within its first year. Gay Black Republican was just starting. We've been around 19 years. It'll be our 20th year next year. So our first time playing there was within the uh, punk rock nights first year and we played there uh, a few times our first few shows Hmm. and then um i got involved i started becoming a regular at punk rock night probably their fifth or sixth year
2: and noticed uh like a regular like a regular showing up to see the shows or a regular i mean
4: gbr would still play off and on Two or three times a year. I would show up as a regular every Saturday night, go in there to see the bands, hang out. Okay. And then uh, they have a photo gallery for every show. And I noticed the photo galleries weren't being updated every week. I'm like, do you guys need a photographer? And yes, they did. And they also needed someone to update their website. So I started doing that. And before long, I was booking. And then when it came time for Greg to retire, I was a natural choice to take over and hit the ground running. He still helps us out quite a bit. He retired from owning and hosting the show, but he helped us. Still helps us out a lot, especially during the shutdown. He started the live feed show, which went every day during the original shutdown. Now we're just once or twice a week.
2: So that so that was showing like classic shows or like. There's a
4: variety. I mean, uh, it's it's all video. So uh, he'd be there hosting. I'd sometimes be on another corner, uh, another window co-hosting. He'd play classic videos. Sometimes music videos that people have shot and produced, national bands, local bands, whatnot. But yeah, he was pulling a lot of footage off of. Um, he would record all the shows video back in the day. He was pulling off footage that hadn't been seen in 18, 19 years. And it was hmm. really a treat to see those.
2: Yeah, that's really forward thinking to record all that, you know, to keep a record of that. Yeah. So do you so where can they where can people find is it, is it is it punkrocknight.com or remind me remind me what the That's website it. is because I too. Yep, and you still put and the shows as of right now are still streaming you're still you're streaming the Saturday night shows right now. Yes, we do every Saturday and you can rewatch them
4: after the shows are over on Facebook. They're archived and a lot of them are on Vimeo too.
2: Links to it all over our website too. Hmm. So when you so I assume you were shut down in the spring like everybody else, yeah. at least briefly. Yes. Um, and I think you had one more false start in there somewhere where you kind of started back up and then had to shut down again. Is Am I right about that? That is correct. And some but, weird stuff happened too. Like weird, like non-COVID stuff? Yes. Anything you care to get into or is it like... <laughs> I can absolutely get into it. I'll share it with you
4: guys. <laughs> okay. um, well, we were shut down... Um, March 13th, we had a show that was a Friday, I believe. I might yep. be a day or two off. That was we right the, when everything
2: was starting to close. Yep.
4: Oh, yeah. We had the Texas band Faya in. They're amazing. Texas oh, yeah, yeah. Female. Female friend. Yep. So good. They're a great show. And then we had our, that was a Friday. When a punk band comes through, we make a Friday of punk rock night too. Sure. Or whatever day of the week. If we don't want bands to skip Indianapolis. We would try and get them on Saturday, but. Then a regular Saturday, we had two bands drop off. Uh, one was Flatfoot 56. Mm-hmm. They uh-huh. didn't drop off because of Got COVID. It. They yeah. had a, a member that was sick. Okay. Well, not not COVID, but. And then another band dropped off, and we had a two bands that came down from Wisconsin play. They're pretty much the same members, uh, Cherokee Astro and Radio Hate. Mm.
2: And we
4: have another band. We usually have four bands. Two seemed a little thin, although we just do two bands nowadays, mm. with the shutdown. But uh, the band started because of the show. It's like, hey, we can fill in. In fact, we'll call ourselves the fucking fill-ins. And they spelled <laughs> it with I-N-N as a tribute to the Melody Inn. And uh, that was the last show. We were shut down. Now, I haven't gotten to the weird stuff yet. So <laughs> hope you're still hanging with me, audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, um, it's not, it's not too weird we're, yet, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was March 14th. We were shut down until July 4th, which is a Saturday. We were back. Bands, some bands didn't want to come back yet. Some bands were comfortable yet. We're trying to do things as safe as possible: masking up, distancing, sanitizer wipes everywhere. You know, wiping down doorknobs constantly. We're still doing all this to this day. But this was July fourth. We had uh, the Bloody Muffs on the bill, and a couple of great local bands. And then the next day, one of the bands canceled, and the Bloody Muffs said, "Well, our show tomorrow was canceled. We can play two days in a row if you want." It's like, well unheard of but you know we love you guys we're going to keep things going we're going to keep you on the road because they were doing this whole tour just to give back to the bars that, who've been struggling hmm. so
2: we had them play a second day in the road i don't know if you're familiar with the bloody muffs uh, i remember seeing this on your page I, I i think i know where you're going with this but i'm gonna let you let you go let you tell the story but oh, I'm, sure. I'm vaguely familiar are they, they're from indy
4: no they're from new york city Oh, from the,
2: New York City. Okay, we get okay. them in about once a year, and they were doing this whole little
4: tour to some of their favorite clubs, just so that they can make some money because they've been shut down for so long, and these clubs sure. are still struggling. So uh, the second day, Bloody Mustard playing on stage, and their singer, guitar player Jonesy, collapsed and died. Oh shit! On stage oh, we, at the Melody. Die. Oh,
2: died. Okay.
4: Well, when he collapsed, we called the paramedics, and they were able to revive him. Hmm. I mean, it, we were all just, like, stunned and mis-, mis disbelief and didn't know what to do and just trying to hold ourselves together, let alone worrying oh, about sure. Jonesy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were able to revive him. He was in a hospital here in Indianapolis for six months recovering. They wow. got him back to New York City. He's doing fine now, writing music, looking forward to the next tour.
2: Oh, so he died and was died and revived. Okay. Right there on stage at the Melody Inn. Hmm. I
4: haven't really well, talked he, about this, but he, there's a little stain where he was. I don't know if it was from sweat or the fluids the paramedics wow. were pouring on him. Did I've he have a heart seen, attack or something or a stroke? Or, uh, or did... It looked like both uh, a massive wow. heart attack, I believe they said, and mm. a, a stroke. And I, you know, you watch TV, you see someone. Code Blue, they give them the chest compressions. Mm-hmm. They stop sure. after a minute or two. Well, we tried. We couldn't save him. Well, I swear the chest compressions were going on for what felt like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, man, mm. I've never seen it go on that long. Then they stopped. It's like, well, either he's dead or he's back to life, and he was back to life. Mm. It was just wow. wild. And this was during the pandemic, so we're all masked up. Uh, the Paramedics have masks on. You know, It's just sure. a bizarre different world. It was insane.
3: That's a pretty crazy story, man. That's uh, right. yeah, It has, has a happy so, ending, though, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. he's
4: doing great. Yeah, uh, We're planning on having him on our special New Year's Eve show, which is all virtual
2: this year. Hmm. So that's going to be from the website, too, I assume?
4: Yeah, you'll be able to watch it on our website. Uh, it'll be Facebook streaming live, but we do it through a system where
2: we can um, publish it to our site
4: and some other hmm. platforms as well.
2: Well, on Facebook, so you can
4: we, interact and
2: chat. Why don't we play another song, actually, and then you can talk a little bit more about that? Okay, because we have, got. We have he, he, I think he chose four gay black
3: Republican songs, uh, a couple of two bit terribles, and a song by the Slappies. So
2: yeah. it's it's up up to tell you, us my what friend. you want to play, yeah, and then you got to explain to us what it is. Well, uh, I believe I
4: sent you a song from the first GBR album uh, with our original lineup, a different singer, different drummer. Um, uh, the guitar player, Jeff, and I are still the original members still around. <clears throat> but there's a song that really got us kind of a buzz about us in the scene. Stampede of Greed. I believe that one's on there. Yep, it is.
3: It is. Okay, so we have, uh, yeah, what what's this one about?
4: Well, it's about just how corporations are all about the greed. Countries, gotcha. people get stepped on.
3: Gotcha. Okay, cool. So
4: we got classic classic punk rock theme. Yep. Oh of course. True enough. And we're old school anyway, so why not go with old school themes with them No, you're, school like, you're like
2: you're like I think I'm pretty sure you're like us. You're not just old school, you're just, just old. Old <laughs> and old school, right? Getting
4: there, fifty next year. Oh
2: yeah. I'm fifty seven, so two, you know, you got a while to go, right? <laughs> so all right, this is Stampede of what was the name of the first G B R album? Uh Drive by Planing. Drive by Planing.
4: Drive-by planing. What the hell is that supposed to be? Well, we actually, came up with the term uh, right around nine eleven.
2: Oh, no that kidding!
4: It's like a drive-by planing. You know, it's a terrorist level drive-by event. You know, Jesus, a whole different <laughs> mindset. Yeah, it's I suppose. We go back everything. to that time, right? Yeah. All right, we so... won't mess around. We we addressed a lot of the the issues at the time, and we sure do. Sure.
3: So we got Stampede of Greed by Gay Black Republican. of greed there. Gay, black, Republican.
5: Coming at ya. There you.
2: Boy. Go. Yeah. So so let me ask you one more question about the melody, or a couple more questions about the melody real quick. Oh, go ahead. Is, is that the normal day-to-day working class bar when they're not doing shows, or is it only open when they do shows in these days, or is it... It's a little
4: bit of both, Tom, I'll tell you. Um They open up usually... Well, this is before COVID. Things are a little different now, although sure. they're open right now. They'd open at 4.30 kind of for the after work the crowd once come
2: out. by for an eye-opener or whatever.
4: But and not like were, the
2: seven a.m. after crowd.
4: Huh? <laughs> no, no, they're crowd. Um, they would have shows just about every day of the week, really. Hmm. So, uh, four thirty till about seven thirty. It's just no cover. Come on in, have a drink. Uh, they got some bar type food too, and then uh, they charge a little bit of a cover. Some nights are free, and they'd have shows.
2: They're open till three in the morning,
4: and they'd usually have some sort of band. Sometimes a DJ
2: night. Just about every night of the week, hmm. and the and the capacity in the place is not big. I mean, it's only like what one hundred fifty or something like that normally. Yeah, or? right around there, 125 people, 150 okay. Depends if you count the back room, the smokers lounge, and all that. So, so right now, I know. So you guys are doing shows, which I got to tell you, like I said, there's very few people doing them, and I know you're taking every precaution possible.
5: Yep.
2: Um. So what are you what are you allowed right now for capacity, or what are you allowing in there? Um. State and city only allow
4: 25% capacity, which is about 30 people in our main room. And that 30 people includes staff and the bands. So oh, once you consider that, we can only have 18 or so paid people in.
2: Wow. But we do well, have the the, back, back when Neil and I played bands, we'd hoped to have 18 people in. <laughs> so I guess you really shouldn't complain, right? <laughs>
4: but anyway. regular nights, we'd have about 70 or so. So it's okay. a bit of a turn. Some people aren't ready to come out. We're just doing two bands tonight because we have to be closed by midnight, and that allows us to have more paid patrons in. Uh, if we had four bands in, uh, that would that'd be your crowd there. That's 30. Yeah. Uh, but we are allowed a few more people in because we have an outdoor smoker's garden and a back hmm. PBR lounge. We can only just have 30 people in the main room at one given time. So we wristband people and monitor it and keep it all as
2: legal and safe as possible. So do you... So do you have to do a lot of policing to sort of keep people apart or do you just let them handle that themselves? or I mean, do you get some drunk guy that tries to start a mosh pit or is this is this been an issue or has everybody been pretty well behaved?
4: Everyone's been pretty well behaved. Um, the area by the stage since we have a, a new 10 foot barrier there, we have to keep people about 10 feet away from the stage. It's so narrow, it'd be hard, impossible to get a circle pit going. We've had a <laughs> few people get really into the music and just pogo a bit, which, you know, hey, as long as you're by yourself, goes, right? It doesn't hurt
2: anything. Me. Yeah.
4: It hasn't been a problem. People are pretty good about it. I think they're just glad to be out at a show. And since yeah. there's not a lot of people out in there, most people can have a table or a booth and they can just kind of throw their fists in the air and be safe. That sounds really it's... fun,
3: actually. That sounds amazing, right? I mean, we We're haven't really... been to anything for over a year, so
2: it's... Well, <laughs> it's... we did that parking lot thing, Neil. Yeah, the parking wasn't... lot thing, yeah, yeah. That didn't really scratch the itch, I must say. No, yeah. it did not. Um, I don't I... know. Don't I just don't... show you been been
4: to one for a while. That's nice.
2: Yeah, and and I, I it, it is such a weird thing, and I assume you pretty much are only booking local bands at this point because nobody's really touring. There's not enough of a network of places open for a tour.
4: A few regional bands in um we're getting a fort wayne band in this saturday we've had uh some detroit bands come down we've had some cincinnati we got some coming up from louisville soon but mostly local yeah
2: i know they're doing shows in like i don't know about cincinnati but i know they're i think southgate's doing shows in northern kentucky um and but it's like is brass rail doing shows yeah, I don't know. I heard I saw someone post just this week on Facebook. It's like I missed the Brass Whale. It's like, yeah, that was a great dive. Closed
4: or go out of business? I like the Brass Whale. I played there. Yeah, it's
2: a great place to see show. Saw Lillington's there, Neil. It was like nuts to butts. Mm-hmm. It was like 150 person capacity, just insane. We're about to. Yeah, we that? had them the day before here. Fort, right downtown Fort Wayne.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's yeah, great, it's cool great punk dive bar. It's kind of like uh, all the punk shows seem to go through the the guys in the uh, flamingo nosebleed.
5: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Like the You know, it seems like every one of these towns, and maybe it's gay, black, Republican in uh, Indianapolis, you know, it seems like there's a couple of bands that everything kind of turns around, you know. Um, you know, it's funny, we've actually had a bunch of people from Indianapolis on because we had, of course, our first big guest was actually B.A., who I'm sure you at least know casually.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, we were supposed to play a second. big show with them before the shutdown. It's being rebooked.
2: Oh, what the, was that, okay, were you going to play at the big, like, the Egypt Room or whatever, the big, yeah. like, the, yep. oh, we you were, were that the big ticket was-
4: it was uh, sloppy seconds, gay black Republican, um, covert Flops, and a uh, local Alice Cooper tribute band.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, the, I've seen I've them seen that. that before. They played uh, they played with sloppy at the Emerson a few years ago. That's right. Um, so they that got canceled. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Yeah, we were we were actually going to go to see them at Reggie's, and then we we're going to go up to Green Bay just for something different.
4: Nice.
2: Um, but yeah, I hope that man. I hope that whole tour gets rescheduled. I hope so. Um, but everybody, I think, is still... I, I don't think anybody's got much of a comfort level trying to book anything because it seems like it's worse to book it and have to... It's more demoralizing, I think, to book it and have to cancel it than it is to just keep waiting.
4: Oh, yeah. I've been through a lot of that. I had so many great shows booked for Punk Rock Night that we had to cancel. Same with the guys who booked the other nights at the Melody. And it's like, oh, this was going to be such a good one.
2: Yeah. Well, 2020 looked like it was going to be a great year for aging like punk bands to tour. There was <laughs> yes so many great ones coming up, and then now it's like ugh, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, yeah. So, so I lied. Let's play another song, and then we'll talk about New Year's Eve. I'm trying to think if there's any more questions I have about the venue itself or how you're do, how you're doing it because I think. Well, so here one, one more question about that, Rich. Sure. So is this is this a sustainable model or is this just something to hopefully keep you hanging on until you can get back to business? I mean, is this it can't really work financially, right?
4: No, it's not a sustainable model. They're just doing this 25% capacity thing just to get by. Uh, they're also helping musicians, and they're accepting donations. And we do have this big New Year's Eve show that's a, a benefit, and we're doing a huge auction, over 300 different concert posters. We're auctioning off.
2: Mm. Uh, a
4: big thing. I'll tell you more about that when we talk sure. about so, so, and, and a, I think
2: We did another benefit the,
4: over the summer,
2: too. So, If you watch the stream... You do have like an option to ben, uh, to donate, I think, or something, right?
4: Correct, and it'll go through Punk Rock Night, which we're a non for profit, so you can write that off in your tax. Oh, is that right?
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Let's play another song, and then we'll talk about New Year's Eve, and then we better talk about Gabe Black Republican a little bit. But let's talk about let's uh, yeah, let's play another song. What's next? i would say you're, we're letting you DJ tonight. Well, um, I really okay. One of my
4: favorites. I sent you guys. I am uh yeah that's so which album is We're, this off we of? put on just about every set oh boy i think that's on our self-titled album yeah gay black Republican. the album okay good thing i'm remembering this and not looking it up yeah 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 all right yeah, is a, a fun one uh one of my favorites too
3: cool so this is i am gay black gay, gay black Republican.
2: Hopefully you guys liked it That's cool I gotta dig back I gotta dig back Into your catalog I, I, I liked you guys When I saw you But I haven't I, I'm not as familiar With your music As I should be So I gotta dig into it A little bit But where do, where do I start If I'm a Well new- I
3: tell you what Here's where we start if I'm
2: a newbie Where do I start No hold a second Hold
3: <laughs> a second Before we even get to that Where does the name come from what's, what's the deal with the name
2: Ah well
4: Of course it's a Punk rock oxymoron Because <laughs> Republicans Tend to not be Supporting minorities Too much <laughs> so it weren't a thing so pretty much it's a punk rock oxymoron when I joined the band uh, I was pretty much there from the start but they had uh, various members kind of in and out and they hadn't settled on a name so uh, they're like well we're gonna be this we're gonna be that I don't know they played a couple shows under the name of Repeat Offenders and uh, finally was like hey let's stick with this run with it it's controversial it's a punk rock oxymoron makes you think it's memorable
2: it. yeah pretty unique boom yeah i mean might not be able to remember whether it's singular or plural but it's memorable the words, <laughs> the words themselves are ever
4: right well the yeah. cool kids call us gbr there you
2: and go there you go yeah we you know it's great to, it's always good to be a punk band that is easily you know there's coc and dk and it's always good to be able to do that that is true so so tell us about the what, the new year's eve thing what what's uh that's a big annual event for you guys i assume and and yeah no matter what day of the week uh, we'd
4: make New Year's Eve a punk rock night. New Year's Eve, and it'd be pretty epic. You know, we'd do the whole countdown to midnight. Two bands before midnight, two after. Instead of a champagne toast, it'd be a PBR toast. We'd hand out to everyone. Uh, sometimes two we'd bands have a after midnight. Portion. Oh, we go Boy, till three in the morning. So. That's tough on us old timers. Yeah, dude. it is. When you get past I'm fifty, you're not to doing that. Just until three every Saturday. Or <laughs> yeah, at least three, because I'd have to settle with the bands after the show and everything.
2: Sure. So,
4: uh, decorations, noisemakers, hats, everything—we go all out. You know, make it a fun punk rock, rock and roll New Year's Eve show. Uh, this year, the Melodian will be closed for New Year's Eve. It's all virtual. We're calling it a Melathon because it's going to be like a telethon, sort of benefit. But we're just going to have a ton of fun. It'll be the live feed show with all the PRN staff, all the Melodian staff, kind of their own mics, based apart. Um, Playing videos, or having bands shoot unique videos, or sending us some rare stuff they might not have put online yet. We're gonna have special guests. In fact, I'd like to invite you guys to uh, pop on. We'll have a link during the live feed show, and you can just pop on, have some fun with us, have a drink with us virtually. It'll be Shout outs, whatever Yeah, you that'd want. be amazing. Thanks.
2: I'd give it a try.
4: Yeah. I'm bad <laughs> if with if technology. I'm, if I'm still awake, a playing a special
2: <laughs> all-enzyme. <laughs> yeah, get on, get on there, and get crazy with us. I mean, if
4: you're not doing anything else, New Year's Eve.
2: Uh, I actually am on, on call for work, which means I can't drink. So I probably won't be that festive, but I can New clower. Year's
3: Eve? You're on call? What the fuck is that about?
2: Somebody's got to be on call, Neil. The water never stops. Like, water not. never stops. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's all right. I can drive my wife's drunk ass around. <laughs> there you go. Actually actually we Actually, I don't have any reason to believe anything's going to be open here. Anything, any celebrating. We do will probably be at somebody's house or at home or whatever. Yeah, I don't think our I don't think our bars and restaurants are gonna be open for New Year's, but we'll see.
3: Well, that was actually a question we'll I had about Melody Inn. I mean, what's the what's going on in in uh, in Indiana? I mean, are you are you looking at the numbers up? Are you, is it gonna look like you guys are gonna start getting closed down and locked down again, or is is it looking okay?
4: Well, it's up and down a bit. Overall, Indiana's up a little, but. In marion county where indianapolis is we're down a little we're in the orange hmm. status where some surrounding counties are red which are like really shut down so we're kind of like orange isn't too bad mm-hmm. and we've got our first vaccine administrations been going on this week so hopefully it's, things get normal i don't know
2: it's funny neil indianapolis is a sprawling city because isn't the whole county like the city now or something like that it just keeps expanding. it's huge so so to go from one side to the other, I mean, it's it's like Chicago-esque. It's big.
3: Yeah, I I, only, I was only I was only in the in the, in Indy once. I drove down there for a football game or something. I liked it. I thought it was a really cool city. But we were, we were no, right in the middle of downtown.
2: City. We we oh, yeah. go down there with friends pretty regularly. As a matter of fact, the last punk rock night that I really 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 wanted to go to mm-hmm. was Gang Green was going to play. Oh, uh, there's some Chris, stories there. Chris Doherty had a stroke right before. Jesus right, right before. Yeah, the place might be cursed. huh? Yeah,
4: shit. <laughs> <laughs> there was one show. Chris, listen, I'm
2: pretty sure Chris Doherty brought most of his problems on himself. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, we have an award show every year. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Gang Green won the What the Fuck Was That Award a few years ago because Chris was through his it's back so out and was on so many medications for his back. He was pretty much unable to play. Mm. Hate to get too graphic, but it's pretty much just standing up there kind of drooling, (laughs) not doing much, while the rest of the band was trying
2: to hold it together. That's not good when your main guitar player and main singer is out of it. Yeah. So uh, they won the What the Fuck Was That Award. It was was wild. So they get to take, what, people in the crowd just took turns singing verses for alcohol or what? Uh, Actually,
4: one of our staff members at the time, Benny No Good, jumped up and sang alcohol and uh, the other band members tried to hold it together for the other songs. It was
2: I actually I actually met shit. Benny real I, I met Benny real briefly. Uh mm-hmm. he when Benny the No Goods played and Neil, you were at that show when we went and saw Lillington's down in uh at Reggie's.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure.
2: We saw Benny and the No Goods. I have his album, his most recent album on Pink Wax. Oh
3: was that was that the one that was at the uh at the little they were old, in the
2: small, the the small place
3: them, next yeah. door. Yeah, they were really good.
2: Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, they were good. I used to in a few bands around town and I loved the no goods, of course.
4: I remember, an
2: Enders, I remember reviewing an Ender's. I remember reviewing an album years ago when I was friends with the guys from the label that put that out. But nevertheless, yeah. date, that's how I've the... with the Ender's when they wanted they
4: led... they were out of Lafayette at the time they wanted to play
2: Pure in. Okay,
4: and of, course, of course, had them in multiple times. Still it. In
2: Indiana is, is not a small state, Neil, but everybody in Indiana knows everybody else. Apparently, <laughs> shit. I'm sure Rich has like had like Mass Giorgini over his house for dinner or something. <laughs> They're all pals. You know they're all the same pals. high school as Massive's a few years ahead of me. Is that right?
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what about the guys from the Zero Boys?
4: Yeah, no, you know. Well, they, they've played several of our New Year's Eve shows. Oh, yeah? yeah, they're,
2: yeah. Nice. Well, when they okay. when they reschedule their – because I know they were going to play Black Circle. When they reschedule their 40th, which is going to be like their – end up being like their 43rd or whatever yeah. anniversary show, I think we got to go down there for that, Neil. Yeah,
4: that'll be all right.
2: I have ex- I've never seen the Zero Boys, and it's eating me alive. Oh. Eating <laughs> me alive. Still awesome still awesome so so tell us about the, tell us about the awards night how did that get started was that is that has that been going on for 20 years or is that relatively recent? well
4: 19 years yeah every you know we had to have a year's worth of shows before you can have an award show sure, sure. so we've had 19 years worth of awards shows and it was something Greg started is just kind of like hey we made it here let's celebrate this and that you know we'd have all sorts of categories best punk band best rock band best release uh, what the fuck was that award Faithful Fan Award for people. Some people come out every Saturday night. That's how faithful our fans are. Um, So we had an award show. Actually, GBR was
2: nominated for what the fuck was that.
4: (laughs) Before I was involved with the the corporation, the company.
2: How did you, uh, what did you guys do to, uh, which one of you got so drunk and that you were drooling on yourselves so you could win that award? Was it you? That was not the case. We did
4: have a Drunkest Act Award. Um, I think it was just a reaction to us at the time.
2: I got gotcha. you. Do the awards do the awards kind of just vary from year to year, or is it pretty much they pretty much set? Uh...
4: We got about, I think we gave away thirty this most recent year. We got about ten or fifteen that are every year, and then some just like all right. We had a lot of bands that would be in this category. Let's pick out the best. So some some every year some change a bit year to year. Hmm. Got to keep it fresh.
2: You got you. So
4: is there is there a physical prize? Yes, we make these handmade statues. If you're familiar with the uh, Punk Rock Night logo, it's a a moon with a safety pin. It literally saying Punk Rock Night. So we have these uh, metal statues. We bend the metal and weld and cut and snip and drill and uh, wood base and everything with a plaque. We spend a lot of time and effort and some money to put together these awards that are... Very well cherished, except for one oh, day yeah, on some.
2: stage. You know, did you did you win some? Do you have a, a trophy case at your house?
4: <laughs> I've, I've won a few. GBR's won a few over the years. I've are you saying he's
2: been throwing,
3: throwing the vote? The vote? Are you
4: saying are you, <laughs> exactly. it, it,
3: it wasn't a real election? Is that it, Tom? Exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have a, an awards committee, and since you know most of the people in the who work for Punk Rock Night are also in bands, you're not allowed to nominate your own band. You're not allowed <laughs> to vote in any categories. You're nominated for to keep it. Is uh, fair as possible, but uh, gotcha. GBR did win stuff before I was
2: involved with Punk Rock Night. So. Gotcha. So, so okay. So, uh, p- putting a little bit of a so so for the New Year's Eve thing, mm-hmm. go to punkrocknight.com. dot com. You can watch this stream, and it's going to be bands playing from their own houses. Recordings of bands, of- yeah. It's so far we're having
4: trouble with the uh, live uh. sound, so we're having bands record. Videos. In fact, if anyone wants to get involved, there's a form you can submit a video. If you have a video you've already recorded you want to send to us, let us know. If you want to record a special song, even record it with your smartphone, you know you can get a good looking sound. Send it to us. We'll air it on our um, New Year's Eve show, which is
2: a big fundraiser for the Melody. Cool. So it's a lot of. It's going to be a lot of exclusive content, a lot of new content, stuff like that. Oh yeah.
4: And us chatting and daring, like, hey, if we get to two thousand dollars we're going to shave the owner's head, you know, fun stuff like that. <laughs> if
2: we, yeah. We'll start his car on fire. If we get to 3000, <laughs> <laughs> who knows what, what's going to happen. Once, uh, we have a few <laughs> minutes and whatever. So, so, um, let's, uh, so you play in a couple different bands. I, I mean, you play in the slappies. I know you, is that other, there's another band that you picked too. Do you play, do you play in a third band or you did play in a third band?
4: Uh, I've been in quite a few over the years. Two bit terribles was another one I was in for a while. We've been done for a few years, but, uh, about every year or every other year, I'm in a tribute band because uh, Punk Rock Night Halloween shows are very legendary for having five tribute bands where they try and look, act, and dress and sound like the bands are paying tribute to. And hmm. this past Halloween, I was in a Motley Crue tribute band. We played all of Too Fast for Love, which is just. See, a there problem. you go. The hair comes in handy, right? <laughs> I had a wig on. <laughs> oh, cause my, some, my hair doesn't something. look like, like Nikki Six's hair. No, probably not. Fact, Probably not. I was in one tribute band. The only tribute band I was able to use my own hair was Alice in Chains because uh, my hair kind of looked like Kenny's.
2: Oh, so. Or got over, over there. There. Is it Kenny? Uh, hey, Kenny? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, it sounds right to me. Yeah. So, so, uh, so. Uh, all right. So, what do you want? What? what uh, which song would you like us to spin next? You want us to do a two bit terrible song? You want us to do a gay bag gay Republican public Or You want to save one of those for the end? Well, yeah, we'll we do a slappy song. Okay. okay. Cool. So, tell us about slappies.
4: Slappies, um, there was a band in town called Smash and Grab. Okay. They just had a couple of gigs, and they split up, and then the, the guitar player i had known for a while asked me if I wanted to join, but we're going to rename it. We're trying to come up with a name. It's kind of skate punk. And slappies is mm-hmm. a skate move, so boom, that was born. Eventually, we got GBR's guitar player joining us for Two Guitar Attack and mm. just released a, an EP and an album. We haven't done much lately, although we've written a few more songs. A couple of those songs might turn into GBR songs. But it's just kind of a fun, fast skate punk band. A couple melodic songs too. I miss huh. it. We might do some more down the road. We might do some more shows. But
3: yeah, so that sounds all right. That sounds right. So what's, what's,
4: what's
2: the name of the song and what's it from?
4: This is Monster Truck. Uh, it's on our EP, um, but and it's also on our full-length album, which is called uh, Rocky Mockery. It's like
2: Rocky Menary. Rock Rocky Mockery.
4: Rocky yeah. Mockery. Let's Got say so gotcha. it's like
2: a take on yeah, like a take on. Gotcha. Like a, rock, a mock documentary of rock. There you go. There you go. I gotcha. thought it was fun. I knew. You know, I knew what you were trying to say, and I knew what I was trying to say. But you know, sometimes <laughs> we're both <All> right. right. <laughs> so this is called. Mo- so this is Slappies with Monster Truck. <laughs>
3: the truck there by this lappies um so are you a skater too or not
4: i wasn't um no okay i like the rollerblade a lot i used to rollerblade a lot when i lived in boston um not much rollers or skateboarding
2: okay don't don't see many people admitting to rollerblading anymore rich this was over 10 years ago so <laughs> back I... Of the day, yeah i never i uh i roller skated back in the day that was about yeah. it i used to, <laughs> no, I used to i used to skate but i gave it up when i started driving my old pal neil it, up until a couple of years ago when he hurt himself pretty bad he was still skating
5: yeah nice.
4: Four, 40 years 40 bad years injury, plus hmm? were you hurt neil
3: yeah yeah uh snapped both bones in my in my right wrist so Damn. at 57 i was like you know what it might be time yeah <laughs> so you know but uh so so are you from boston originally or where were you from originally
4: I'm from Lafayette, Indiana. Oh, you are, Uh, originally. I moved to Indianapolis to go to art school, and uh, stayed here except for one year. I spent ninety-five in Boston.
2: Okay. Do so. So I gotta. I gotta ask you. This is so off-topic, and this is such a private, private thing. But do you know? Do you know uh, my pal uh, Greg Simpson from Lafayette? I do not. Okay. All right. Forget it. See, they don't all. They don't all know each other. See, Tom. In fact, well, just Greg, found out Greg's a
4: only been in Lafayette I've Lafayette. known for years. I went to high school with. I didn't even know him back in high school.
2: Greg's only been in Lafayette for a few years, so it's okay. How about Matt Swisher? How about good old Matt Swisher?
4: I do know Matt Swisher. Hey! Yeah. I his old band a lot. Yeah, and he works
2: with Sloppy Seconds, I believe. Re-released yes, some of stuff. Matter of yeah, fact, he's supposed he to put out something very high profile, but I think it's probably going to get pushed off till next year.
4: Ooh, yeah! Can't wait for that.
2: But, we'll see there's lots of record
4: in... farm check them out yeah yep cool
2: yeah, we yeah a, so
3: we've we only... did a live show from uh, from the record farm
2: say? we've only ever done one like live podcast and it was from the farm in uh the the uh not rochester the other location why can't i think of the name of the town Neil. we hung out there we drank we we logan's port logan's port yeah, Logansport. yeah. That's,
4: that's one of those l words yeah. so
2: so Tell us, give us a little bit of a history of Gay Black Republic. That's your main band, I assume. I mean, the Slappy, yeah. like semi-active?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, GBR has been consistently active, except for, for this year. Yeah. Uh, for several reasons. That uh, One member had COVID pretty bad and is still but, recovering from some of the symptoms. No kidding. Can hardly get through practice.
2: Wasn't the singer, was it? Before.
4: No, it was our guitar player, Jeff. Okay. And our drummer's uh, wife had it, and that's where we practiced. So it hit us pretty hard. Hmm. We've only practiced a handful of times this year. This is the first year since we started, we haven't done any shows. Hmm. And we're supposed to have had our biggest one with Sloppy Sex sloppy, and yeah. Were well, you guys. Uh,
2: go yeah, ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Tell, me, tell us about oh, I just was just asking if you guys to toured.
4: Yeah, we don't really uh, know well, much. We started, um, you know, we had our name. Throwing back to questions about our name, that's mm-hmm. pretty much where we got our start. We played a couple shows. Uh, in 2001 including Punk Rock Night for the first few times and released a, an EP and an album pretty quickly our first year I had some member lineup changes uh, unfortunately lost one of our drummers he had a heart attack and died oh. um, Sean we miss you buddy and just kept writing and recording you know, we haven't toured a whole lot we'd you know, play like Anderson uh, Chicago a few times Louisville quite a bit here and there like Cincinnati. Uh, the biggest outing was the one with uh, Dead Kennedys and TSOL because we got to play. That's a pretty you know, big just, one right there. Shit. Oh well, yeah. it's like a dream come true. Yeah, some of our favorite bands to go on
2: tour with them. It was really amazing. That and that show awesome. at the but, was huge. I bet you there was. I mean, for a punk rock show, I bet you there was 800 people there or something. I mean, it was crazy.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: For a, we played smalls Detroit, which is a smaller club, so it was jam packed. Yeah, Smalls only holds a couple hundred. Smalls is a great venue, too, though. Oh, we had a blast there.
4: Someone uh, wanted our, wanted us to autograph our set list. And said, Can I have your set list? Can you sign it? I'm like, well, we need it for tomorrow's show. <laughs> Should have brought some extra set lists to
2: go <laughs> over. And so you sign it, and he's like, thanks so much, Mr. Ginn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
4: you know, you really, get the- we sold you out I- merch on that tour. That was That's what helped us get through. That's, because it's, that's you know, awesome. We weren't making a whole lot. You know, we made a little off the door. Uh, sure. it's, it's kind of expensive to go on tour with two vehicles and our own health hotel rooms and meals. Some some meals were taken care of by the tour, but merch saved the
2: day. That's great. And no, that was those were great. That Ford show was was a lot of fun. It was it was a strange show, mm-hmm. but it was it felt a little weird. But it was that was a lot of fun, man. I wish I love the package of you know you look at like. The shows that's well not this year, but on the West Coast, you're like just on a random Saturday night, like three or four legendary punk bands will play together on a Saturday night. You know, for the Midwest to get that kind of thing, that's a big that's a big deal to get two you know a package a package like that of bands. Oh no doubt. Plus we had Bull Weevil's weevils.
4: on that show. Yep.
2: Yep. That was a great show. Mm, Loved it. Yeah. Good stuff.
3: Who was singing with the Dead Kennedys? That that Uh, Skip
2: Skip's been with the band
4: longer than Jello was actually at this time. Yeah.
2: He's There's he good, does a pretty, he does a pretty good job Neil. Honestly, he looks he sort of looks like he's sort of the right age and he does a good job with the songs. Um we talked about didn't we just talk about this with Ricky, with Ricky last week or 2 weeks ago Ricky Rat? I don't think so. I don't I know. think we did. So we were talking about the Dead Boys. How much you enjoyed seeing the Dead Boys with the and I said it's kind of like the Dead Kennedys. You know, it's like they're a lot of fun to watch. They don't have Jell-O. It's one of those things. But the other three guys are still seem like they're really into playing the music. And it's a good, you know, the yeah. singer they got doing it does a good job.
4: Yeah, Skip, he doesn't try and sound like Jell-O, but he gets the uh, whole vibe of the song. And he, he, seriously, so many people are singing along. It's hard yeah. here Exactly. And, like-
2: and by the time you get Tim- to about your... You're having about 17 beers by the time the headline yeah. goes on, so it's usually... Oh, you do, really,
3: do anyway, Tom. don't. You feel Most it, people don't.
4: songs, he's really animated, you're really into it. I'm really, once you get over the fact it's not Jello, you're having a blast and enjoying Dead Kennedys. Well, the
2: problem is, you know, a lot of the aging punks are so out of it, I swear at least 10% don't even realize it's not Jello. Yeah. There's, there's a <laughs> small contingency that have no idea what's going on. Because every time Black Flag tours are like, was Rollins still singing for Black Flag? Oh, come on. Like, yeah, is it nineteen eighty six. Well,
3: that's because Mike V kind of looks like him, right, and tries to sound like him. So,
2: you you said you had Rollins a few times. I've met him. I've met him a few times. He's a nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, he's
4: uh, well. One time it was uh, in L.A. My band, The Magical Attraction of Booty, was uh, at Cherokee Studios. We just recorded there, and they were celebrating uh, being a studio for thirty years or something. So being a celebration of the studio and Henry recorded there, he was there hanging out. He actually introduced us when we played, but he was just all concerned. I just want to get back to writing our next album. But, all
2: right. It's kind of short, dude, now he, but now okay. he hasn't put out a record for 20 years, right? Uh, it's been a while. Close to it. I like so band, though. So you did tour a little bit with some of your other bands. Then we're able to, you went all the way out to LA or was that just to record? Oh, yeah. uh,
4: we, we played some shows out in LA, uh, this, this band, of Magical Attraction, Booty, we played uh, some East Coast tours. We played New York City for the millennium at the year 2000. Hmm. We played CBGB before it shut down. Nice. Uh, Continental, some of the great New York clubs. Hmm. 2 Bad Terribles cool. played an East Coast tour. We played Baltimore, New York, and uh, New Jersey.
2: Is, is 2 Bad Terribles active, or is that just that's, that's uh, totally that's Sadly, done? it's been done for a while.
4: Although uh, GBR has three former members of Two Bit Terribles, at, at G- one point two different drummers than me. Oh, okay. As our singer's just had a kid. She lives in uh, California now. Uh, drummer, main drummer who wasn't in GBR, who is not in GBR now. One of our drummers is old Two Bit Terrible drummer. The other one lives hmm. in Chicago. I uh,
2: haven't talked to the guitar player in a while.
4: Kind of miss the dude. He's a lot of fun to hang out with.
2: Huh. Did you? Did you have a? <laughs> had you picked out a two bit terrible song for us to play
3: yeah well, um, we had two of them yeah two of them there were two yeah yeah
2: well we should play one of those then while the while the mood is while the mood is strikes us okay sure why don't, about, why don't you pick one, one of those which, yep
3: yeah, time try, is running away
2: yeah which one, do you, think? Yeah. <laughs> which one do you think rich which one do you like time is time running, time running is away. away sounds good it's, yeah uh, oh, oh i, I thought you were making an observation no, no. <laughs> i'm like i'm oh, like <laughs> I'm not too hungry yet. I was getting
4: ready to suggest that in my mind. I'm like, oh, it might be a good one to play at the end of the show because time is running away.
2: <laughs> whatever you, whatever, whichever you prefer. If you want to do the other one, we can do the other one. Save that for the end. Whatever you want to do. That one's fine.
3: Okay. So okay. Uh, this is Two Bit Terribles with time is running away. Super Terribles, time is running away. Um,
4: so, when was that band active? Oh boy. Uh, I was like the third bass player. They oh. had an album out before I joined. I've released two albums with them. I think it's been done for about almost 10 years. Okay. So, I think huh. they're around from about 2005 to 2011, to maybe.
2: Okay. So got some stuff online. Want to hear more? Okay. Do we dare to look forward as far as the next year, like punk rock wise? Are you daring to look forward? Are you how, how far ahead are you booking now? Do you have do you have bands from out of state trying to put tours together yet, or is that not really happening?
4: Um, I only have one band. From pretty far away, trying to get in. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to confirm them. Jerk of uh, Las Vegas.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 I saw Jerk. I saw Jerk over for Sloppy. Whoa. I think they might Got have it. done the. What's that? it Jerk. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I we had a book
4: before the shutdown, so this is an attempt to rebook them. But we're, cur- we're currently mostly booked in January. Uh, looking at February, March now, usually we book three or four months in advance. Now it's like, well, let's just take it a few weeks in advance. You know? We're going to make sure it gets properly promoted. But then again, things change so much. we got to be kind of fluid.
2: Do you have any indication when you might be able to go up to even 50% capacity? Which at that point, I assume, becomes much more, if not profitable, at least more closer to viable, I would assume. Oh, Is yeah, it, yeah. Do you have any indication on that? Or you, you not just have clue. No, yeah. In fact, uh,
4: the local people who are in charge of opening and shutdown said they weren't even sure about new year's eve right now luckily we're virtual it's not going to affect us one way or another but the weirdest thing one of the reasons we decided to go virtual is because how are you going to count down to midnight when all the bars have to be closed by midnight and it has to be out right
2: three Let's two just... one everybody out yeah <laughs> all right finish your kiss and Tops your drink and get out, out the door.
4: so this is the best way we can do it and i think we can have a much more fun and much more involved show Then was with 18 people that can come in yeah we'll just include anyone who wants to be on the show send us some stuff to be placed on the show and whoever wants to interact as many as whatever if you see it i made a little commercial for the show i put henry rollins on there uh keith uh from circle jerks and uh punk rock obama and i put a little uh slogan
2: at the bottom said guests not yet confirmed <laughs> so that's, that's on your website or that's on your facebook page
4: uh facebook website and youtube just uh okay melathon well, it's,
2: commercial it's funny tom really, come back uh maybe a month ago i thought the bars had to be closed. i'm here i'm here Neil. there you go you okay. yeah you, yeah, no, you was, went out I for a sec in, i was in muncie a couple a month ago maybe and i swear the bars had to be closed at 10 p.m wow
4: it's different yeah. different counties and cities. See, that okay. was they were
2: a d- date too, and I think it was ten. I was like, man, that's brutal. See, they Dude. were doing it
3: in England too, and it doesn't make any sense because it's like, what does COVID stop affecting people or only start affecting people at ten o'clock at night? I mean, it, I don't
2: know. if the, the thinking is that people get drunker and lose their inhibitions later, and I think that a... I, I don't know what the thinking is. Well, well no, no. no, no.
3: Well, here's the problem, though. If you close things at ten, people just drink faster, so they get fucking drunk. Yeah. They get drunk faster, faster, and then they're even more outraged, right? I mean, it's it's it, it, that that shit doesn't make any sense to me, but
2: or you're just like the rest of us, Neil, where you're buying you know a half gallon every <laughs> six days at home. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, but it, and it's like it's like the it's like the okay, you can't have indoor dining, but if you put like. An outdoor patio outside, you can and put a and put a tent around it. You can yeah, you can eat there sense. even yes. though it's inside outside. It doesn't make any sense. And no
2: no circulation at all.
3: Yeah, no circulation, exactly.
2: That's the thing around here is these igloos. And it's like, you gotta be kidding me. You're safer eating in somebody's, you know, being in a garage or it's just like I don't know. At what point is the outside the inside? I I don't know. Yeah, plastic walls. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm not a big uh the fact of the matter is This vaccine stuff, I'm not going to be the first one to line up for this vaccine. I'm just, I'm just don't even really care about it either way. But the fact of the matter is, if it can get things back to normal, you know, sooner, I got to say, I'm I'm all for it, man. I don't know. It's been such a weird year for those of us who have reached a certain age. We've been going to shows for, I mean, Neil's been going to shows for like 40 years. I've been, you know, I'm over 30 years, Rich. I'm sure you're over 30 years going to shows and punk rock shows. And even at my advanced age, I still go to more than 30 a year. And now all of a sudden, none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's, it's tough. and well and that's that's definitely I, I, I'm I don't know if what you guys are doing would scratch the itch or not but I'm so encouraged that anybody's able to do shows we're
4: just glad you to are able to do them it's wild yeah. because we we're able to do shows at half capacity for a while and now it's a quarter capacity uh, I don't know if one feels safer than the other it's like well the one's a One's a viable business model, the other isn't, but we're just going to adhere to the, what they have us do. Yeah. Not every place in town is adhering to the laws. Someone said someone walked into is packed, no masks. It's like,
2: they're not helping the cause. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of like, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's strange times, man. It's strange times. I know. Can't wait for it to be back to normal. We can hope for normal. Hope yeah. for normal.
4: Maybe you talked we were... about Ricky Rat was on your show. Yeah, last, yes. yeah, last episode, yeah. Wow. Wow. But, yeah. i go way back with Ricky. Okay, I was know? He, was, you know, he was in Indy for a while. Yeah, he used to live across the street from the Melody Inn. Oh,
3: wow. Wow. Small little, world.
4: Well, a half a block away, there's a high-rise, and uh, he lived there. He, he was doorman for a little bit, but mm. uh, yeah, he lived with his girlfriend for a couple years there.
2: We, we were pretty excited to have a, 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 you know, even if he was a later-day member of Dead Boys, because Neil and I are both huge Dead Boys fans, so it's... It's always cool to get to talk to a guy who you know played with Cheetah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely.
3: It was good. It was good. That was yeah. Good.
2: He's so, a fun. He's, yeah. he's a fun guy too. We definitely have to catch up with him for beers. As we'll have to with you if we get back down there. I'm telling you, we're gonna if if, if oh, this, absolutely get the Zero Boys, man, or maybe Gang Green. Maybe I need to see the yeah. if you can really book the. <laughs> they said they owe us a show for how bad that one went. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Chris has recovered. I actually have no idea. Yeah. I love that band too. I, remember but I know when he was in the hospital,
4: I don't, I don't know if he's recovered it either. I am curious because you know, he's got a he's a got a legend. tiny
2: tiny little body, and he's put a lot of stuff in it over the years. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: sounded kind of weird, dude. <laughs>
2: well, I, all right, I, I didn't mean to be creepy like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, well, you were. He's, you know, he's, when he's straight, he's a super nice guy. I really, I mean, I only met him one time, talked to him a little bit. Super nice guy. I should we should I should reach out to him. I'll you know, see how he's if he's man. Yeah, have him on the show. Yeah, I maybe I'll reach out. That'd I don't have cool. any direct connections, but we'll hit you up afterwards. Hey, man, yeah, give you know. me a cell phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how many songs? How many songs we got left, Neil? We have two left. Two left. Yeah. All right. Which two? What? So we got a gay black Republican song left, and we got another two-bit terrible song left. Exactly correct. Yes. All right. Which one do you want to play next, Rich?
4: Uh, why don't we do another two-bit song, and then we'll end with the last GBR song.
2: Okay, that, that sounds good. good. Let's
4: do so, this one. Uh, this one is called "Girls Don't Sing Pretty." Girls don't need to sing pretty. It's kind of mm-hmm. self-explanatory. Sometimes there's a certain expectation with a female vocalist, and being a punk vocalist, uh, some people just don't understand where you're coming from. And uh, there's a few lines in there that came from her experience being in a band and being told what to do, how to act. You know, treat the mic stand like it's a, a stripper pole. No, so, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> don't get to say that but well you yeah. did 20 years ago but now you can't but
2: yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right
2: so it kind this of addresses
4: is... that situation and it's a rocker i wrote the music she wrote the, the lyrics and uh, the, of course the rest of the band chipped in on their parts and it's one of cool. my favorites from us cool,
2: cool man so it's called it's say it's called girls aren't don't have to sing pretty say again girls don't need to sing pretty girls don't need to sing pretty cool by the two bit Terribles.
3: To sing pretty by the two bit
2: Terribles. good stuff so what, yeah good fun so stuff you, yeah so you haven't been able I to get like together it. with your bands what are you doing to keep yourself from going insane well
4: fortunately uh we got the live feed show
2: so uh, every thursday
4: at 7 30 we do a, a live feed punk rock night we play videos chat have guests on kind of a our new year's eve show is going to be an expanded version of what we've been doing and when the shutdown first started we're doing this every day so that really kept us busy and kept us from going insane luckily our founder greg got that going runs it uh, just helped keep our whole punk rock night family all of our friends and family and bands kind of a a place to get together and forget about things for a while during this pandemic and it still keeps us sane even though it's just once a week and we still have our we do have our shows back but these are pretty tough.
2: I mean, how are you guys keeping together with no with shows? Well, we were doing a lot of these. Doing yeah. a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah,
3: mm-hmm. That's keeping me sane um, after
2: the we, we actually went and saw the Pegboy anniversary show, which was in like a drive in movie theater kind of thing. Oh yeah.
4: How'd that Because 'Cause I've seen was,
2: some of these pop up. We didn't it was it didn't really do much for us, honestly. I it mean was it was be- okay. It
3: was better than nothing, but that's it about was. that's it was about all you can
2: say. I mean yeah. three of us, Three of us went. Like, in. And we kind is of this used, what we're reduced reduce to now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty exactly much. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the thing is, you know, so at the, when, when Pegway finally came on, a lot of people kind of went down front. Everybody was still masked up. Everybody was, nobody was getting close. There wasn't, you know, but they they made us go back to our cars. And it really kind of took the wind out of us, I think. Yeah. And I, and I understand, but I didn't, I, there was nothing unsafe going on. It, 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 But, I, I mean, I kind of, I feel bad for everybody. I feel bad for everybody who's trying to comply, you know. Yeah. And people are just doing the best they can. And, and so it's it's a tough situation. But I don't, for me, that's not a sustainable model. You know what I mean? That's not something I'm really interested in. But I've seen other people doing things at parks. And, you know, during the summer, man, we, I live in Michigan, dude. It's freaking cold. There ain't going to be anything outside, obviously. But, it, you know, in the summer, I could do some outside, you know, park type no stuff i
4: fact,
5: mean hell i might summer, drive to. i might yeah. drive
2: to pittsburgh for it at this point you know and you see and the a sister
4: venue yeah. here in town black circle that we're having uh, they just built yep. luckily built a nice big outdoor deck where you can have shows we had a uh, quite a few shows there over the summer oh, that's cool. yeah that's out, a that's a cool,
2: that's a cool place it is um we uh, when i was <laughs> in indianapolis a few years ago we, I took some we went over there for brunch one Sunday morning and I had some friends with us my wife and I and, and another couple that I will say are much more conservative than we are and it was so funny and I know I've told the story before Neil, but the the like the Church of Satan was there like doing a bake sale or something yeah. <laughs> and my my, my friends are just like what is what does Tom drug us into? What kind of insanity <laughs> is this? But it was fun well it was nothing like drinking beer for breakfast, you know like that great replacement song. all I want to do is drink beer for breakfast so. So, yeah, that's it. That, that's cool. I mean, I, I definitely can do that. I just ah, I don't know. I hope we can. I don't know. I don't need to go back to, you know, an arena show. I can live without that. But I at least the bars, you know. But, yeah, that that's sloppy... just
4: give us the bars.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sloppy show would be a good test because, man, they were going to put. Yeah, I think they were going to put about 20 pounds in a five pound can for that show. in in Indy. In, in, so I don't know. I don't know how that'll work out. And some of the venues they were playing were small. Like, I mean, Reggie's only 500, you know, on a good day, so. Well, it actually, it,
3: it, it actually sucks because, I mean, I was, I was just in England for a month um, in late October to um, late November. And um, when I left, things in Chicago, you could, I mean, it was 50% capacity, I think, but you could eat and drink indoors and stuff like that, and they were kind of loosening up. But then I come back, you know, at the end of November, and everything is locked down again. There's no there's no indoor seating at all, you know. Be, it's all pick up delivery kind of thing. So uh well, sure sucks. There's nowhere to there. go. You glad know? we
2: got down there for a visit before you. Yeah, uh, that's right. Glad yeah, I got closed back up. So. Yeah,
3: because it's 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 just so different. Because you just feel you just feel trapped in. Because there's nowhere to go, you know.
2: Well, and it was weird when we were in Chicago too. You know, we we talked about this. You know, we're walking down Milwaukee Street, and there's just hardly anybody around.
3: Yeah, that was bizarre on a Saturday afternoon uh, in Milwaukee.
2: Yeah, it was just empty. Yeah, it was like, uh, that was yeah, odd. A, a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, exactly. all right. That's that's um, it's 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 too depressing. I can't I can't stand to talk about it. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> it's relaxed. so funny. I started doing the show a little more than a year ago. It was just like I mean, we could just talk week after week. About our adventures. And then all of a sudden, now we don't have any adventures. <laughs> it's
3: just, <laughs> yeah, it's just stuff certain... we've bought, right? It's just albums that we've bought. That's all yeah. we have to talk yeah. about. Now, right?
2: you know, and all our albums have to come in the mail. We can't even go out and buy them. <laughs>
3: yeah. But, yeah.
2: Anyway.
3: Hey, there's one thing I will say. So I'm looking at the. Um... <sighs> What's the name of it? the Melody Inn, right? The Melody yeah. Inn. So I was looking at their website and looking at some of their merch. And at least I tell you what, the Melody Inn's got their merch shit together because they got some really cool looking T-shirts. They got uh, oh, yeah. they've even got like Eisenhower jackets and stuff like that with the logo yeah. on the back. So
4: ironically, I helped them update that today.
3: Oh yeah, looks at, they so look. At,
4: I do web design for a living. That's oh you do? Okay. Thing.
3: Yeah, because it looks, it looks really good because some of the Chicago uh, places, I mean, I love them. Some of my favorite places like Bee Kitchen, but, you know, they're trying to sell merch to, to, to help them get through. And some of the merch is yeah. just really uninspiring. You know, you can't just throw a uh, logo on a T-shirt. got to make it kind of cool in some way. You yeah, know? exactly.
5: Yeah. yeah
4: they, they do have some good merch. They're very popular, too. In fact, uh, Punk Rock Night has our own merch, too. We just did a reissue of uh, our classic hoodie. Uh, it's kind of has a parody of the l-o-v-e robert indiana design with prn and uh, our moon logo so it almost looks like porn on the front and on the back it looks like a motorcycle <laughs> club logo so well i have to there say that
3: because i'm looking at that right now and it's saying uh, you might have to get on the website there and do some work because it's saying the sale is no longer active
4: is what i'm getting that is on true It so. was a limited yeah. edition sale oh shit we, it's yeah. a Pre-order only for some of that merch. Ah, so well, all you can all you, you can get is a mask. Rock it looks Night like, masks. yeah, get yeah, a mask. Get masks
2: right
4: now. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have some more merch out soon. We just cool. did a pre-order for a couple things.
2: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, listen, man, you got any final fi- anything that you want to talk about since you have the ear? of well, we our should we should devoted. play the last
3: we should play the last song first before you come back. And then to come the back and final. Then come thoughts. back and our words yeah. of wisdom. yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: like Jerry Springer. Yeah. Okay.
3: So we've saved All right, the... so
2: let's talk about the last song.
4: Let's yeah. talk about the last song, Rick. All right. Yeah. This is uh Graveyard. this is off our Enola album. If uh, not everyone gets that, you know, the bomb the plane that the dropped airplane the, that dropped them, the yeah. bomb it's Enola the gay, Enola yeah. gay. Yep. Yeah. So this is Enola Gay Black Republican.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> oh wow, okay. <laughs> you got but a lot of
2: a, you have a lot of aviation of, of, a lot of aviation references. <laughs> there are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> one of my favorite songs, Plane Flies By, off our first album. Um, yeah, Graveyard. If you, you notice during the song, it's got a steady kind of a punk rock beat, and then it drops to very slow key change, building back up faster, faster, faster. Pretty unique. Uh, mm. a, a fan favorites, kind of why I wanted to include it. Did oh, you write this,
3: or, or did, did somebody else write this one?
4: Actually, well, um, Jeff and I. Usually take turns writing the riffs. Whatever we bring to practice, we all work on. We all throw our own parts in this. This is one that was a collaboration. I wrote the main riff, and Jeff, uh, the guitar player, wrote the kind of breakdown part. And the lyrics were written by our original singer, Tony.
3: Okay. Cool.
2: So what's this from? What album is this from? Enola. Oh, Enola. You said yep. that already. Yes. So, so hmm.
3: yep. So we got uh, the final one tonight by uh, Gay Black Republican. This is Graveyard. Graveyard, gay, black, Republican.
4: Yeah, we got really fast at the end there. Wow. Yeah. Appreciate you guys playing the songs and having me on the show.
2: No, man. Yeah, man. Thanks no, for like I, said, I, I, I am so I, – I, I was so fascinated by the fact that you guys are having music because we're not having any music. And while it sounds like it's a challenge, I'm still glad that you're able to do it. Hell, oh, yeah. you had the right lineup. I'd drive down there. We, uh, that we've is been, a challenge. That, so, that's, that's one thing this forward. year. It's like we – I just I'm willing to drive for almost anything just because what else am I doing right? That's kind of become our... drive
4: from Detroit. Uh, yeah, got three people drove down from Detroit.
2: That's become our slogan. That's my wife's <laughs> slogan. When I say why are we doing that, she said, like, "Well, what else are we doing?" I'm Like, touche. Yeah. Touche. So Touché. People, so, what, so what people
3: drove down from Detroit, and you're like, "Sorry, we got the 18 people in already. You have
2: to drive. Well, I assume you you can have to can, drive back. Like, get, well, can you <laughs> tickets in advance with such a small. Yeah, command? yeah. Well, for
4: any show, you can prepay. Uh, for this okay. particular show, we had tickets, which went really quick. But then, of course, we had uh, capacity to have more people in the back. And luckily, all three from Detroit, one pre prepaid tickets. The other two were able to get in the cool. front. Yeah, that would have so sucked. They, they're all <laughs> the <laughs> in the so back I'll... area, we've got a TV with the the show. Ah, you can oh, see cool. what's happening on the stage in the back area, too. So you're not I'm, missing it
2: a... at all. I was going to say, I'm from Michigan, about two hours from the border. And the truth is, we've been down there a bunch of times we one time we went visit swisher and we did the live show and we we were supposed to go down there for his anniversary show for the yeah. uh record farm with yeah. the queers i got yeah that got torpedoed obviously but, but, but yeah we've been down in indiana a bunch because like i said it's actually more open than we are like we had to, like i need to buy something for my son we drove down there so you there go down there antiquing
3: don't you tom mr punk rock punk yeah, man. antique guy
2: I like the antique. what do you gonna do about it Neil, sometimes <laughs> I find a good old punk record in the, yeah, I, have to, I only have to dig true. through a thousand records to find one good one
3: yeah that's true
2: <laughs> but no thanks for coming on man we appreciate well, it hold and on I, you were asking I,
3: him if he had any last thoughts or whatever or any any, any life changing yeah, yeah. words he has <laughs> for us
4: oh boy I don't know if I have any wisdom beyond of beyond <laughs> just trying to stick with it and keep rocking and support the old band support the stages If you if you're able to work now have a little extra cash you want to donate to your local stages venues just so they stay open or even musicians buy buy an album buy a t-shirt anything it'll help them at this point
2: definitely and once again you can find you you can find you at at punkrocknight.com correct
4: follow us on facebook too we post a lot on. of sounds stuff like,
2: there sounds like the melody Inn has its own website too neil is that what you Yeah, it does. it does
4: yeah okay yeah yep.
2: com is their site okay we do yeah.
4: shows pretty much once a week. They're doing stuff about every day of the week,
2: normally, cool. when things are open. Cool. But yeah, you should check it out. Rich is doing some good work down there, and we appreciate what you're doing and the fact that you're able to keep the music going. So, I, I appreciate said...
4: you guys doing the Punk Tell You Drop podcast, keeping you know, yeah, man. the scene alive, people
2: talking about punk rock and rock and roll and... Some great guests, on. I appreciate it. It's some interesting perspectives. Always trying to get the different perspectives. So anyway, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna sign off and I'm gonna go have tacos whenever we record on Tuesday. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's it's
3: tacos or you have to pee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus. Well, ironically I don't have to pee right now. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, thanks thanks a lot for thanks for coming on and talking to us and we will uh, talk to you soon, and Neil's going to have to do his sign-off. This, so, this Your sign-off has become a real does, burden, Neil.
3: Does it really hurt, does it? Yes, yeah, stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart, everybody. All right. Bye <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.